Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so glad that we spend time together to study the Word of God. God wants you to grow up spiritually, to become mature, to be strong in your faith, your love, and to be fruitful in your life. Therefore, we want to feed our spirit with the Word of God. We're going to talk about how to walk by faith, to understand the season that God say yes to us. First Samuel chapter 1 verse 17 say, Eli answer, go in peace. And may the God of Israel grant you what you have asked of him. This scripture talk about the conversation between Eli, the priest, and Hannah, a woman who could not have pregnancy or children. Let me read from verse 1 to verse 19, and you will understand. But the whole point is that Eli say, God grant you what you have asked. This is a season that God say yes to you. First Samuel chapter 1, 1 to 19 say, There was a certain man from Ramathiam, a Zufite from the hill country of Ephraim, whose name was Elkanah, son of Jeroham, the son of Elihu, the son of Tohu, the son of Zub and Ephraimite. He had two wives. This man has two wives. One was called Hannah and the other Penina. Penina had children, but Hannah had none. Year after year, this man went up from his town to worship and sacrifice to the Lord Almighty at Shiloh, where Hophni and Phinehas, the two sons of Eli, were priests of the Lord. Whenever the day came for Elkanah to sacrifice, he would give portions of the meat to his wife, Penina, and to all her sons and daughters. But to Hannah, he gave a double portion because he loved her and the Lord has closed her womb. Verse 6, And because the Lord had closed her womb, her rival, which means another wife, kept provoking her in order to irritate her. This went on year after year. Whenever Hannah went up to the house of the Lord, her rival provoked her till she wept and would not eat. Elkanah, her husband, would say to her, Hannah, why are you weeping? Why don't you eat? Why are you downhearted? Don't I mean more to you than ten sons? Once, when they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh, Hannah stood up. Now Eli, the priest, was sitting on a chair by the doorpost of the Lord's temple. In bitterness of soul, Hannah wept much and prayed to the Lord. And she made a vow saying, O Lord Almighty, if you will only look upon your servant's misery and remember me and not forget your servant, but give her a son, then I will give him to the Lord for all the days of his life, and no laser will ever be used on his head. As she kept on praying to the Lord, Eli observed her mouth. Hannah was praying in her heart, and her lips were moving, but her voice was not heard. Eli thought she was drunk, 
and said to her, "How long will you keep on getting drunk? Get rid of your wine." Not so, my lord," Hannah replied. "I am a woman who is deeply troubled. I have not been drinking wine or beer. I was pouring out my soul to the Lord. Do not take your servant for a wicked woman. I have been praying here out of my great anguish and grief." Eli answered. Now we come back to that verse. Go in peace, and may the God of Israel grant you what you have asked Him. Eli said that now God said yes to you. He answered your prayer. She said, verse eighteen, "May your servant find favor in your eyes." Then she went her way and ate something, and her face was no longer downcast. Early the next morning, they arose and worshipped before the Lord. And then went back to their home at Rama. Elkanah lived Hannah, his wife, and the Lord remembered her. The Lord gave her a son. She became pregnant. In First Samuel chapter one, a woman named Hannah was unable to bear children, but she kept praying and believing year after year. To make matters even more difficult, her husband's second wife. Had no problem conceiving and make fun of Hannah, making her feel as though something was wrong with her. When the prophet Eli saw Hannah at the temple praying in great anguish and tears, he said that God has said yes to your prayer. She responded with her yes to his yes to God's yes, and a year later, she had her baby. Her son's name was Samuel. He was a prophet in that generation. You can learn from this story that when we need something that is in our heart, we should not keep our mouth shut. We should present our request to God. We should pray to God. If we know that our request is biblical, is good and right, is not evil, is nothing wrong, we should be bold to approach the throne of grace. We should ask Him to meet our need, to help us. And when we ask God, the time of yes will come one day. It may not come overnight. It may not come right away. It may take time. We need to ignore the critics, those who try to discourage us to be out of faith, to be giving up. We should stand firm in the faith. One day, when God say yes, we say yes with Him. We agree with him. We agree with his promises. There are two kinds of ways that God speaks to us. One way we call logos, the promises that are recorded in the Bible. Another way we call rema. God spoke to us by the Holy Spirit. He said to us something. Many years ago, I tried to sell my home. We bought another home already, so we have two mortgages. We could not sell the home for many months, and one day I pray to God, God, I do not want to pay two mortgages. Help me to pay off my house. And suddenly, while I was praying, the Holy Spirit said yes to me, and He even said that this house will be sold in six weeks. Very clear, the voice of the Holy Spirit in my heart. When He said yes to me, I said yes right away. In six weeks. I saw that home. We learn from this lesson that when the Holy Spirit promises us something in Rama, 
or when God promises something in logos or in the Bible, we wait on God, we trust God, and we say yes to what He say yes in the Bible. We say yes in our heart and stand in faith that yes, it will happen. What your Holy Spirit say to me, and God will grant our request. If you study the Bible carefully, you can see that. The people in Jesus' time came to him and asked him to help, and Jesus said yes to them. I show you in Matthew chapter nine, eighteen to thirty-three, why he spoke these things to them. Behold, a ruler came and worshipped him, saying, "You see, this man, a ruler, came to Jesus and asked him, 'My daughter has just died, but come and lay your hand on her, and she will live.'" He asked Jesus. To help, verse 19. So Jesus arose and followed him. Jesus said yes to him right away, and so did his disciple. And suddenly, a woman who had a flow of blood for twelve years came behind and touched the hem of his garment, for she said to herself, "She said yes, what God said yes to her, which means healing. If only I may touch his garment, I shall be made well." She confessed, "Yes, I agree with God." God is my healer, but Jesus turned around and when he saw her, he said, "Be of good cheer, daughter. Your faith has made you well. You learn to say yes with God, yes, and you have faith. You stand on your faith that the promises of God will come true, and the woman was made well from that hour. When Jesus came into the ruler's house and saw the flute players. And the noisy crowd wailing, he said to them, "Make room for the girl is not dead, but sleeping." He was speaking by faith that this little girl was not dead. He gonna raise him up, and they ridiculed him. But when the crowd was put outside, he went in and took her by the hand. The girl arose, and the report of this went out into all that land. Jesus raised this little girl from the dead. You see, he answered the request and the prayer of the ruler. He answered the prayer of the woman with the issue of blood. You need to ask God, and you agree with His promise. And when He said yes, I'm gonna go to your home. You say yes with Him. You agree with God, and you stand in your faith. Everyone say, agree with God. Say yes to God. Yes. When Jesus, verse twenty-seven, departed from there, two blind men followed him, crying out and saying, "Son of David, have mercy on us!" You see, these two blind men came and asked Jesus for help. You need to ask God. Okay, don't keep your mouth shut. Pray, present your request to God. And when he had come into the house, the blind men came to him, and Jesus said to them, "Do you believe that I am able to do this?" In other words, Jesus tried to say, "Yes, I can do it. I will do for you, but you do believe it." You can see a few things here. Number one, asking. Number two, agree with God. Yes. Number three, say yes to God. Yes, and believe that He is willing to do it. He is able to do it. They said to Him, "Yes, Lord." Then He touched their eyes, saying, "According to your faith." Everyone say faith. Let it be to you, and the eyes were open. And Jesus sternly warned them, saying, "See that no one knows it, 
But when they had departed, they spread the news about him in all that country. As they went out, behold, they brought to him a man mute and demon possessed. And when the demon was cast out, the mute spoke, and the multitude marvelled, saying, "It was never seen like this in Israel." This story talk about four miracles: the ruler. God raised his daughter from the dead. The woman with the issue of blood. The two blind men and a man who was demon possessed and mute, and all of them came to Jesus, and asked God for help. And God said yes to them. Maybe you have prayed and prayed about a need, but nothing has changed. God is saying, if you put your yes with my yes, I will turn the no around. And I will answer you. You have to believe in me. Trust me. Is God waiting for your yes? I believe so. He said yes. You have to say yes with His promise. Are you letting a no, a disappointment, a delay, the opinions of others to convince you that it's not going to happen? I want to let you know this is a new day, a day of yes, a day of trust. A day of standing on the promise of God. Don't give up. Say yes. You are coming into the time of yes with the promise of God in the Bible. You need to put your yes with God. Yes, and watch what happens. And you're gonna see the miracle, the healing, the breakthrough, the deliverance, and the victory in your life because you say yes to the promise of God. When the Holy Spirit speak to you something. You grab on that promise and agree with God. Say yes. Stand on your faith, and you're gonna see the miracle and the answer from the Lord. Ephesians chapter four verses twenty nine to thirty two say, "Don't use foul and abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful, so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them, and do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit." By the way you live, remember He has identified you as His own, guaranteeing that you will be saved on the day of redemption. And then verse thirty-one say, "Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Instead, be kind to each other, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God." Through Christ has forgiven you. This scripture talk about be careful with what you say, watch your attitude, forgive people, keep having the good attitude, keep the faith in your heart, speak the word of faith, agree with God. I forgive people, I love people, I will not hold bitterness, I will not be bitter against God or against the circumstances or people who hurt me and steal money from me. I will forgive them. I will just look at God and keep on believing in the promise of God. I cannot say yes to God. Say yes to the promise of God, and the Lord will perform miracle for you. Romans chapter fifteen verse thirteen say, "May the God of your hope so fill you with all joy and peace in believing." When we have faith, we can have peace and joy through the experience of your faith. That by the power of the Holy Spirit you may abound and be overflowing, bubbling with hope. I want to encourage you. From now on, 
stand in faith, walk in hope and confidence. Have the joy of the Lord in your heart. No matter what happens, just laugh, just be joyful, be peaceful, and say, "God, say yes to me." In the Scripture, God is not a man who lies. He watch over His word. He's gonna keep His promise. I'm gonna keep saying yes to God. I'm gonna stand on my faith. I'm gonna keep asking and believing. Keep knocking the door and asking God to answer me. I know, and I know, my request is in the Bible. I know my request is given to me by the Holy Spirit, by the Rama. So I will keep my mouth speaking only yes and the promises of God. Stand in faith. Ask God, and you're gonna see the miracle, like Hannah, that God said yes to her eventually. First Thessalonians chapter three verse ten says, "Night and day, praying exceedingly that we may see your face and perfect what is lacking in your faith." Praying exceedingly, night and day, keep asking God. Don't give up. Don't say it's not gonna happen. You say yes, God, you keep your promise. I believe you shall move your mighty hand and perform a miracle for me. Let us pray, Father. Thank you that one word of favor and blessing from your mouth can turn a no into a yes for us, Lord. Thank you, Father, that we can put our eyes with your yes and see the no turn around. We believe in your promises recorded in the Bible. We want to be led by the Spirit. We want to hear the promise for our specific situation from the Holy Spirit. When you say yes to us, Lord, we believe you're gonna make it happen. When we say yes with you, we believe and declare that we are coming into a new day, a season of yes. In Jesus' name, Amen. I practice this truth that I just share with you for many years. Regarding my job, regarding the ministry, regarding my children, my family, everything, my finances, I talk to God that Lord, I want to pay off my house very quickly, and the Lord say yes to me. I say yes to God, and suddenly something happened in my practice that I have special income from the hospital for three and a half years, and I pay off my house in three and a half years because I pray, I believe. And I have been faithful in tithing, in serving the Lord, and trusting in God. God performed miracles for me, miracles of healing, miracles in the ministry. God answered my prayer regarding my children. Wow, it's so good. Sometimes you may cry because you feel unfair things happen to you. Like Hannah, don't keep crying. Ask God. And say yes to God. I trust in Your promise, and we will see the miracle. God bless you. Thank you so much. Don't forget to subscribe our channel, like, and click the notification bell. God bless you. Thank you so much. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. I'm so thirsty.